Hello, and welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the politically and culturally misunderstood lady, Margent. <laughs> we are your hosts. <laughs> I am Nat. And I am Kat. Today, we are going to be talking about the youngest trans model ever, I guess. Me. Uh, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's forgiveness of student loans. And we're going to talk about everybody's favorite misogynist, Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Mm. But first, our patented culture shock of the moment. Take it away, Nat. Guys, this is big. Mm. Huge news. A really, really famous, wealthy millionaire celebrity is oppressed as hell. Mm. You guys, Lizzo. Mm. She mentioned at the VMAs on Sunday the something that she's oppressed while accepting her award. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! So uh, I read the room, Lizzo. Did you know that getting on a private plane was with actually your, with your bare ass? It's the system showing? of oppression. Yes, she's being oppressed by getting on her private jet with her bare ass showing. And then accepting an award. If that's oppression, a, I want it. Huge. <laughs> I yes. would love to be oppressed. Yes. Oppress sounds, me. Yeah. Sounds like she's not, though. What is she talking about? Like police brutality? I don't that, even know. That's There's not a what clip. she said. Maybe we should just watch a clip and hear it straight from the big fat horse's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Your vote means everything to me. It means everything to making a change in this country. So remember when you're voting for your favorite artists, vote to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. What is she she referring to abortion? The right to murder your baby? Your human baby? I'm sure she's... Like, it's just so vague. It's so easy to be like, yep, sure. Oh, yeah. And it's like if you don't have anything smart to say, don't say it. No, but if you don't have anything smart to say, just call yourself oppressed and people will cheer for you. I guess. On the other hand. Maybe we should. I'm super oppressed. I am. <laughs> Guys, if you don't agree, you're oppressing her. You are oppressing me. Anyway, so oppressed. Lizzo, super oppressed. And yep. all you middle class, hardworking folks. You're oppressing her. You're so oppressing stop her. It. You stop it. You naughty little things. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Should we talk about some student loan forgiveness? Biden student loan forgiveness and extension plan. What we know. Teen Vogue. So this should be good. Yeah. So uh, the Biden administration announced that they will forgive $10,000 in federal student loan debt per borrower and $20,000 for borrowers who have received Pell Grants, which is a form of a need-based federal financial aid that typically does not have to be repaid. And it's to help low... Uh, eligible low-income students. So. Okay. So there's a lot here. There's a lot. This came out last week, and Mm -hmm. everyone has an opinion on it. And so do we. But it's also, like, a nuanced opinion, I think. I think so, too. Um, Okay. Let's talk about maybe some of the criticisms of this from conservatives, maybe. Um, This is from Mitch McConnell, (laughs) a Republican Senate minority leader who told reporters that the president's move is a slap in the face to every family who sacrificed to save for college, every graduate who paid their debt, and every American who chose a certain career path or volunteered to serve in our armed forces in order to avoid taking on debt. There's been a few other criticisms. Um, So I read this article from the Mises Institute, um, Mm -hmm. and it mentions, like, um, some pitfalls of 
these kinds of debt relief programs. Um, one is that it could potentially increase tuition costs because if colleges are like, oh, well, people are going to get 10 grand back from the government anyways, why not increase tuition? And apparently they did um, some studies based on because this is not the first time that student debt has been like erased. Yeah, I think there's something in the 90s or something. Yeah, exactly. So they did a bunch of they did some studies. I will post the the link, but um, where they've pro they've proven that this happens. So that's one potential pitfall. And then the other one is like Nat just said is the moral dilemma, where is it fair? And like that's a that's a fine argument. Um, if you pay off someone's debt, what's to say it doesn't encourage other people to just incur debt, knowing that they'll never have to pay it back? Yeah. Um, th there's just so much to unpack here. But yeah. apparently, if you nix $10,000 of debt per borrower, that would cost $298 billion in 2022 and $329 billion by 2031 if the policy is renewed each year. So that's a lot of money. So what, what happens when the government spends a lot of money. Doesn't that raise the cost of living in general as well? That would result in inflation, which is another fear that many people have. Yeah. Um, and apparently less than 32% of the funding would benefit Americans in the two lowest income quintiles, while 42% would benefit those earning more than 82,000 per year. So who's to say that like someone who's already making decent money is going to exploit this system? Fair enough. However, there's a bunch of arguments for yes. it. And we, and like to just I'm mentioning it now because you just mentioned $82,000 a year. That's not a lot of money. No, like it's these not. These days, like but in America it is because a lot of yeah, states. Maybe, yeah, right. Co the cost of living there is a lot cheaper than it is in Canada. Depending on your state and city, of course. Like I'm sure yeah. in New York City, that's not a lot of money. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but in Canada, $80,000 is not a lot of money. Um, no. So there are arguments against this and like nat has said a lot of conservatives are taking this stand and a lot of christians i've seen like ali beth stuckey make mm -hmm. comments about how like this is uh unbiblical i don't really re remember exactly what she said yeah I, I can we can talk about that a little bit later yeah um, but, um the arguments for so i will i'd just like to start by like a personal note is we live in canada and our universities are already subsidized by the government. So if I got a philosophy degree, which I did, I get a philosophy degree in Canada, it costs a lot less money than it does to get that in the United States. So for any Canadian to be like, oh, that's atrocious, is kind of a little bit silly because we already get sub subsidized schooling. And personally, my parents paid for my school. So I, right. it would be really, really hypocritical of me to be critical of this um, this policy. And I know how it feels to be in debt. So if someone was like, hey, Catherine, I'm going to wipe your debt or give you $10,000, like which, you know, that would be lovely. And I would well, say, yes, please, sir. I, I agree. See, I'm torn on this subject because I don't want inflation and I don't like it when the government intervenes. I, I'm very into mm -hmm. as little government as possible. But when you're 18 years old, especially when we were growing up, there was a lot of pressure to go to university yeah. because either our parents had never been or all of our educators and everyone in our life was romanticizing this experience. Most of us went to university and did not know what the hell we wanted to do, but we were pushed. Philosophy. Exactly. Yeah. I would study theater, okay? Mm -hmm. We were pushed to go because that's just the normal thing to do. So of course you're going to go and you're going to take your first couple years figuring figuring it out, yeah. spending your student loan debt. And yeah. then you're, by year three, you're a little more mature. You're a little older. You've maybe figured it out if you haven't gone down the women's studies route. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, it's not really your fault because you're 
you go from being a kid who has everything handed to them in high school out into the free world where you're supposed to make a huge decision for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think people should sympathize with that a little yeah. bit because these are young, impressionable kids and they're being forced to do something that they have no understanding of the future consequences. Yes, so exactly. There's so much societal pressure, especially from like schools, like you just said. Yeah. In my school, I wanted to go to film school. Right. And my, my vice principal was like, no you have to go to university because we want our like all of our graduates to go to university. And right. like he was a wonderful man, but I would have been, been, been way better off because that's now what I'm doing. Yeah. I would have been way better off going to film school right out of high school. And also in um, the States, and I'm not sure if it's the same for Canada, probably is, um, student loans are the only type of loan that you can't clear through bankruptcy. So you can buy too, too many horses and go bankrupt. <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoopsies. And then have you get back your horses, you you declare bankruptcy and your debt is clear and you live your life. And, and in a couple of years, you can build yourself back up again. Student loans, take you take those to the grave. Yeah. The, this author of this BuzzFeed art article referred to it as an albatross around the necks of loanies who are barely treading water, working to repay what they owe with no hope of getting ahead. Because another, I think, argument uh, for the loan repayment could be that middle the middle class is being completely eradicated in North America right now. So when someone exits university and they get a job in marketing, let's say, for example, mm. they're not necessarily going to be able to make meets end. No. So I think that's something that it's really severely lacking from the conservative side where they aren't being sympathetic to that element. It's yeah. not like when our parents grew up, we've talked about this before, when your mom became a teacher, yeah. she was making a lot more money. Yeah, well, she actually gate. became a teacher later in life. But right. she, when she graduated university, she paid her $300 rent. No problem, because she was making about what I made at my first job, but that was in the 70s. Right. And her rent was $300. Must be nice. Yeah. What's rent now? Like $15 million a month? $300 is your hydro and yeah. your heat for the month. It's exactly. crazy. Um, another argument for it is that universities in the United States profit billions of dollars a year. Not every single one, but the, the main ones, the fancy ones. That's a great point. And and no one wants to hold them accountable. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. So is the government the villain here or is it the universities who are literally, and that's profit. That's not gross income. That's not like, oh, they take it in, but they put it back. And all. No, they're literally net profiting yeah. billions of dollars a year every year. Well, and don't you think one way to combat this, these high prices is maybe to not force kids to take so many stupid electives mm -hmm. to get a degree? Yeah. Like, why did I That's need to do point. art history yeah. if I'm trying to become a scientist yeah. or something or like that? Or why did I need to take computer science yeah. if I was in Theater. art history yeah. like, or philosophy? Like it's, exactly. And you have to buy the textbook. Right. And you have to like, which usually uh, is written by the professor. So yes, that's a nice yes. little And also bonus. it makes you stay in the school longer. So if you're going to be in residence or you're renting a house or you're on a meal plan, all of that stuff adds up. Yeah. It's a, that's a great point I hadn't actually thought about. I think one solution would just be to better equip our kids to guide them in a better direction. Like if they don't know what they want to study, don't go to university. Don't, mm -hmm. don't incur debt that you won't be able to pay back. But again, like on the flip side of that, a lot of apparently a lot of conservatives have come out saying that a lot of people actually can repay the loans. And these are the same people who are, you know, out there buying their avocado toast and their skims. And yeah. it's like, well, you could also make some lifestyle adjustments. I mean, yeah. I still have student debt that I'm paying off. And I think you can find a balance between paying it off and living your life. But if you're screaming and crying about your student loans, but you're, you know, out at Saks on the weekend, like maybe yeah. it makes it hard to sympathize with your case. Yeah, I think it's a lifestyle thing, like a societal thing where we're pushing people to go into university and colleges to get a woman's studies 
degree. Exactly. Then they're going to come out into the workforce and be like, who wants to hire me? And right. everyone's like, nobody. And then they're like, oh, but I'm still going to like you want to live your life. So you're still going to go out for your stinking avocado toast that costs $30 with your friends and complain about your student debt. Like I totally see that as well. It's like yeah. our our parents didn't go out for brunch. Yeah. That was not a thing. Yeah. My, so while my mom's rent was a lot cheaper and the cost of living was a lot cheaper, like she's smarter with her money. We, yeah, our yeah. our generation is just like, oh, I have no money, but I also bought a six dollar latte. That's me. It's because we That's pursue me. pleasure. Mm -hmm. Like we 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 need to yeah. do things that make us everything feel has good. to be expedient. It's yeah. so true. Yeah, um, and it's about status too. And going to university is a status thing. It's like so if you true. don't go to university, it's like, oh, what are you stupid? It's like, no, actually, I'm going to go into trades and make six figures in two years. Yeah. It's so true. And like, that's the thing. Like, I, be I believe in personal responsibility. So your life is your fault to an extent. Like mm -hmm. you have to you have to hold yourself accountable because the, that, that's the only way you can pull yourself up by the bootstraps and make something of your bootstraps. life, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe we should touch on that argument, the Christian argument. Um, so there was a viral meme that said, if you're a Christian and you're big mad about the possibility of student loan debt being canceled, let me remind you that the entirety of your faith is built upon a debt you couldn't pay uh, that someone stepped in and paid for you. So this is something Ali Bestucky. So it's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch <laughs> because God made flesh and voluntarily sacrificed himself to pay the debt of our sins, which we could never pay. So this would be forcing the mm. transfer of debt onto mm. taxpayers who, yeah. it's not, it's it not would, the country's job to pay for your It would be debt. like if there were like a million people and then there's like a hundred Jesuses and they're like, we're going to sacrifice these hundred Jesuses to make these people. It's like, well, that's not your choice, first of all. Like it's it's such a, it's a, it's a false equivalency, I would think. Yeah, I think it is too because the government, okay, so what, one of the things she said was loans are not canceled or forgiven. Uh, they would be absorbed by the taxpayer. Student loan debt forgiveness is a forcible transfer of wealth from the working class. According to WAPO, the plan will most benefit people in the top 60% of income distribution. Brookings Institute found that 50% of all outstanding debt in the USA is owed by grad students. So those are those lifetime students who are the worst kind of people. They are the worst. Because you're yeah. just getting a PhD in women's studies. We all know yeah. it. Like, it's like you're just not ready to leave and become an adult. Yeah. Well, I felt that too. Like, did you feel that when you were like leaving university and you're like, uh-oh, what now? Like I was, I was pretty stressed and I went to college right after university to study more and it was a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, and it worked college. during it because my parents were like, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was, it was very intimidating and I can understand why some people are like, I'm just going to stay in university and get my master's. It's true. But when you're 35 and they're all 18 and those are your peers, no. it might be time to just move no, on. For sure. You, that's you know? the thing. Like we don't need more schooling. We don't need more intellectual people. Yeah. Just like actually yeah. like that's why that's colonial and racist. Like we don't need more of that. And that's what university is pretty much teaching. And like, I would argue if you're not studying like STEM don't go uh, yeah exactly like don't go law for sure i agree because i mean we're pretty well self-made like we just worked i mean we're <laughs> obviously the most successful people i was pretty spoiled like i i had to learn in my 20s how to manage my money and when my parents were like you like you but you didn't we sent you to university and now you have to figure it out like i was spoiled until a point and now it, it took me through my 20s to be like oh my god like life is tough but you figured it out and you, you worked hard and yeah. you've gotten to yeah. where you are because yeah. of that is my point. Like I 
dropped out of university, I got a job in advertising and I worked my way up and now I'm here. Like you can do it. And I think mm -hmm. that's actually the smartest thing. You go to school to get a job. Why not just get a job? Just get the job. Just get the job. Start at the bottom. There are so many people that I know who took two year courses at colleges and who are way ahead of me in their careers now. Like I'm catching up and I love my job and I have built the skills to do what I want to do. But yeah. I could have done those things a lot to, sooner. A lot yeah. sooner. No, I totally not feel gone that. to university. Although that's where I met my husband. Oh, yeah, I'm taking my pen sweet. out. Sweet, I know. Got to take out the pen. I had a pen in my hair, but it's bothering me. Okay. Anyway, I think that this is a very nuanced. It's nuanced, and like, I, I don't think it's necessarily black and white. But no. I don't think that the taxpayer should be forced to pay back another person's debt. I don't believe in forcing that on other people. Yeah, that's where it's tough. Yeah. Because I do empathize and I was like, if you can fix someone's life, if someone is like still paying back their debt and it's they have like 20 more years to pay it and you can cut that in half for them, that's such a nice thing to do. Yeah, but at the same relief. time, it's at the, it's at the strong hand of the law, yeah. forcing that on people who are also struggling. Like if taxes go up or if, inflation increases and keeps going up, it's like now you're hurting everybody. Yeah, including yourself. Yeah. So it's really only temporary satisfaction or a temporary alleviation from a problem that's just going to follow you your whole life and it sucks, but I don't know, get a second job. Yeah. Well, I, I think that we kind of hit it before where it's like the universities should be held accountable. They yeah. should be like, um, I don't know what the answer is, but if you're paying 120 grand for a degree, that's only going to get you a job that pays 60 grand for the next five years. Like maybe the university should fix that somehow. Yeah. And I think start get catching kids earlier so they have a better, a more clear path about what they maybe want to pursue and maybe get an understanding of what they will make out of university mm -hmm. if that is a degree that will transfer to a proper skill yeah. in the workforce. You and know? don't let high schools or like teachers and administrators pressure you into going or your parents or your parents or anyone pressure you into going to school when it's not what a it's they're going to try and indoctrinate you into yeah. crazy leftist ideals and b if you want if you need it for the degree for the job that you want like let's build yourself like let's sift through the people who are just going to go and who actually need to be there and then help those people be there. But like someone, like you said, like getting their master's and their doctorate in women's studies, like maybe you don't need to be there. No, there's like Reddit threads for that, I'm yeah. sure. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Shall we move on? Let's move on. I think we've offended enough people. Or have we? Probably not. But we're about, we're about to. to. <laughs> oh. Whoa. This is another fun this one. This will be fun. This is We're going to have fun with this. Always super fun. So 10-year-old celebrated as the youngest transgender model on New York Fashion Week runway. You guys may recognize this face. We talked about this child months ago. On our fourth episode yeah. of Misunderstood. So um, it was like a million years ago. That was like a million years ago. And uh, once again, culture catches up with Misunderstood. Yeah. We, We're always ahead of the curve. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. Um, so here's a little excerpt from the article. Mm -hmm. Current Guardians, Ray and D. McMayer, told the publication that Noella... A biological male began socially transitioning at the age of four. Both parents identify as non-binary per Noella's Instagram account. Okay. Ooh. All right. Let's just, there's a lot to unpack in that first article. That's first sentence. Doozy. So first of all, a 10-year-old should not have an Instagram account. Nope. Right? Probably ran by their parents, which is also weird because they're talking about their own identities through her Instagram account. And okay. Socially transitioning at four. She started, it says later in the article that she began expressing gender dysphoria at the age of two. 
Well, but how? Uh, she just didn't want to wear boy clothes. She he? Just, didn't, just had tantrums about putting on clothes. Oh, I wonder if oh, other children no have done that. No child has ever done that. Have you ever seen That's... a kid in their Halloween costume at the grocery store and it's not even close to Halloween? Yep. Yeah. I used to wear a tea towel on my head because right. my mom kept my hair really short and I wore a tea towel to have long hair. She could have been like, <laughs> she has hair dysphoria. She needs surgical implants in her brain for more hair. Well, that would have been the logical and loving response <laughs> yeah. by your mother. Yep. Yep. Right. So... Two that, years old, four years old, I doesn't that's seem not like, gender dysphoria. That's just childhood, and I, so it doesn't seem like the parents have pushed an agenda on their kid. Mm, Is that the two non-binary parents Ooh. who like to advertise? Like if they're non-binary and they were just like, that's in the privacy of my own heart and our our relationship. But like no, they're advertising that on Instagram through their child's Instagram account. So the child is obviously aware of it. And like we've said before on the show, children want to impress and please their parents. Yep. So. I'm non-binary and my kid is going to be like, oh, I'm non-binary too, mom. Do you love yeah. me now? And I'll be like, yes, Noella. Like, I finally love you because yeah. you're special. You don't want to wear those boy clothes. Let's straight to the gender clinic. That's what they did. She said she she had a tantrum every time they tried to put her, the him, it in, in boy clothes. So they took So instead to of clinic. just getting the kid less masculine clothes, like you can do it. Mm -hmm. I wore blue when I was a kid. I mm -hmm. loved blue and Yellow. khaki shorts. I loved baseball caps. Mm -hmm. Like, that's okay. Before yep. without before doing that, they took the child to the gender clinic and they started socially transitioning two years later. At four years old. And I mean, uh, further evidence that they are not pushing an agenda on their child is that they also have another child, which they call a baby. They call their baby, their human baby, a baby because their baby is actually also non-binary. <laughs> Did you know that babies can choose their gender? Can't talk, need mm -hmm. help cleaning up their shit, literally, but they can choose their gender. Mm. You you must be so excited to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, these people are messed up. Yes. And the child needs to be thoroughly examined. Yes, and it's unfortunate because now this young model will have gender surgery at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. Which they've already, it's like so six years from now. That's you have so no young. idea how they're going to feel in six years, but you've already decided for them, parents. But 16 is so young. You're so still young. a child. Yeah. You're a child. Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. And I guess the, the kid can only get the surgery with the parents', parents consent. consent? Or, is I wonder it, if it, or is it one of those places like in Canada where the kid can just say it and the parents will get arrested if they try to. Interfere. I'm sure there's a part of, there's an element of that, but mm. let's just, another thing on the parents. Uh, D. McMaher, whatever, appears to be on hormone replacement therapy and recently had a cosmetic mastectomy. Both she and her current partner are females who identify as trans masculine. Like, seriously, pray for these children. Honestly. Like, oh, what are the chances? It's just a pure coincidence that the child is trans. Yeah. Just and, a coincidence. And let's say their little baby, their baby grows up and it also decides decides that they're trans. How, what what are the statistics that you have two children who end up being transgender? I feel Under like, parents that are transgender. Exactly. Like, come on. Like, you're obviously influencing this kid. Yes. And I think that's disgusting. And... and and abusive. In our previous um, conversation about this child, Noella, we kind of focus on the fact that they're modeling. Mm -hmm. And as a toddler. As a toddler, 
Well, 10 year olds on toddler, but I don't I don't know when they started modeling. Pretty young, I think. I think it was younger than 10. But anyway, yeah. 10 is still too 10 young. 10 is super young and we equated it to like those like dance troops of little girls like who wear like belly tops and like fake eyelashes and it's and like tans. Yeah, and tans and like toddlers and tiaras and that's wrong too because that's what people are like well if you're okay with that you should be i'm not we're not yeah we're it's not gross and you know why because it's exploiting your it's children exploiting children and it's over sexualizing children children can dance without showing their midriffs in front of adults what's the room like who yeah, are they who dancing are the, in front of judges yeah who's this this child runwaying in yeah, front of exactly it's adults. And who's in the back room changing them adults. putting on their makeup like being like oh you did great sweetie and like the fact like one of the quotes is like Oh, did I write it down? It was something like, oh, Noella really knows how to work the room. It's like, she's 10. He or she, whatever. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah. Is 10 years old. They shouldn't be working a room. Like, no. unless it's just with their charm and like telling Wit, funny stories. Like, like telling jokes. And doing maybe? like a dance routine. Yeah. With their clothes on. Yeah. They shouldn't be like wearing midriffs. And heavy makeup. Heavy makeup, walking yep. around, and then going backstage. Because you you know, I'm not a model, but I've seen the shows, and they just strip back there. Yeah. They just, because there's no time. You gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. So you're just taking your clothes off. And it's like, that is so not a place for a child to be. Yeah. Never mind a gender-confused child. Never mind one who has two gender-confused parents who are pressuring them and, and exploiting them and profiting off of them. Mm -hmm. Because whatever this kid is getting paid, those parents are taking oh for sure it must be really really wonderful for them to be able to market their child their rare special unique mm -hmm. child and of course the dad is not in the picture uh this noella's biological dad and i blame Tim him too i do as well uh like, Tim timothy mccord um he's apparently has no say in noella's life and he was a, apparently resistant to his ex-wife's transit uh transition of their child like why isn't he like uh, he did lose custody, ah, yeah. but but why though? Like maybe he's a he's a shitty person. So like, apparently he lost custody because he was trying to get Noella into boys' pajamas and it hurt Noella's arm. Oh. So the moms, I think, I don't know the truth. No one knows mm -hmm, the truth, but mm -hmm. the mom allegedly blew things out of proportion, and then uh, that was kind of ultimately re what resulted in him losing custody. That's really so sad. Like he, you don't, you should not use force. No, you, you of talk to not. the kid, and like if the kid wants to wear girls' pajamas for a couple of years, let them. Like, I you mean, don't it's need jammies. It's jammies. Who cares? Yeah. Like even if the kid wants to walk around in girls' clothing as a little boy for a couple of years, like let Just them don't figure affirm it, out. it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Let yeah. them figure it out. You don't need to change their name. You don't need to put them like through gender surgery at 16 years old. And the yeah. dad made him. Clearly, it sounds like he made a mistake in trying yeah. to force the kid because the kid, it was uncomfortable for the child and trying to overpower him. And whether yeah. or not he hurt his arm, it's like, you're it's still you're not You're not being empathetic. Like, just let him wear his jammies. Who cares? And as he grows and changes, this child will figure out who they are. Yeah, it's hard when they're, like, obviously, I'm assuming mom has cust had custody mm -hmm. before, maybe. So this is the only chance he gets to yeah. maybe speak truth to his son. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's, I, I but sympathize, but there's a way to do it, there's there a way to do it without, is. like, yeah. shoving a kid in pajamas yeah. and making them cry. It's like, it's just so hard because, like, the government is just so against anyone who pushes back against this yeah. gender ideology. And you cannot win. Like, they, they just cannot win against the state. So a mom gets to say, yes, this is the truth. And dad's basically just left in the lurch. And he mm -hmm. cannot... He cannot he oppose it. He lost his son. Yeah, like he can't do anything about it. And like the government is, the government ain't gonna help him. Like and, it's just so and sad. And when Noella is 16, what if 
that child regrets what they did and the and the dad is like I I tried like yeah. I tried to tell you maybe yeah, didn't go about point. it in the best way but it's like in a couple of years when that kid's like 18 or 20 like I genuinely hope that they actually suffer gen- gender dysphoria at this point because if they're going to go through this and and have a surgery and take hormones there's no coming back from it. So it's just a walking experiment. I genuinely hope that this person is completely invested in this new identity and not just that it's uh I just don't think they could know as a child. I agree, I know? agree, but I hope that they grow into it. I hope that it sticks because like you're getting the surgery. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, this is just I think the biggest crisis. It's so sad. It's just a huge crisis. And the more attention that this kid gets, yeah. the more like people cheer and like, "Oh, you work at the that is not going to decrease the likelihood of this kid getting the surgery and it's not going to let this child figure out who they are on their on own. On their own without, yeah. without They need being... to go to like a camp. Yeah. They need to be in the wilderness. A Christian camp. Yeah. They That's... need to go to like a wilderness Christian retreat. Yeah, and honestly. Like, and like make a fire and like talk to God and like say if they, good. if after that and they're 18 and they grow up and they're like, you know what, I still want to do it. Like, what? okay, what do I, I have nothing to say about it, but they're so far from 18. It's yeah. not even, they're 10. Yeah, and at this point, I think it's just abuse. These parents yeah. are abusing their child, and it's yucky. And it's yucky. I, it's just so infuriating mm-hmm. that people are that they hate children so much. Yes. You know. Anyways, speaking of infuriating, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's talk about Andrew Tate. Who's that? Who is that? Who is that? Honestly, I didn't know who this person was. Me either. Before. But apparently, girls are breaking up with their boyfriends because <laughs> yeah. of him. So, um. In doing like very, very preliminary research, um, he was a kickboxer and he was on season 17 of Big Brother and got kicked off after a video surfaced of him beating a girl with a belt, which later on turns out that she says it was consensual Mm -hmm. and like they were like dating or something. So no, there was no charges against him at the time. Um, He then started a webcam company and paid women I don't even know if he paid them, actually. I wrote paid women, but they lived. (laughs) They worked for him. They worked for him and they lived in his house and they were cam girls and they exploited men by like telling them that their dad was sick and like, can you please send me more money? I need like extra cash. And then that money would end up going to Andrew Tate. And that's how he became a millionaire. Yes. Um, He has several allegations of sexual assault, rape and an investigation that took place in early 2022 over the possibilities of trafficking after a 21 year old American woman told authorities that Tate Tate, the Tate brothers kidnapped her. So him and his brother, Tristan, I think his name is, worked together. Mm. So there's two of them. Mm. There's two of these wonderful mm-hmm. men. Um, there's this famous quote of his that people are saying, uh, passing around. He said, I'm not a rapist, but I like the idea of being able to just do what I want. I like being free. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. That sounds like an upstanding Yeah. So citizen. my take on Andrew Tate, which I had to think about it because at first. The Tate I, take? The Tate take. Uh, at first, I was like appalled, Naturally. which I, you know, still sort of am. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a real arsehole, mm-hmm. a real arsehole. He does not sound like a nice person. Doesn't sound like he'd be a good dad. Doesn't sound like a good Christian. He sounds like a dick. Um, however, just because I and other people think he's a dick, does that mean that he should be banned from social media? And that's kind of the question because recently um, our next article is from BuzzFeed News. Twitter is full of memes of Andrew Tate being banned from different places. The memes are stupid. They're all the they're same all, meme. They're yeah, literally these. They're not funny. They're the same meme just yeah. with different photos. But um, I don't think that 
he should be banned from social media. I don't think that banning someone who you disagree with is a smart idea because if this person is spewing poison into the world, we should at least be aware of it. Well, especially because it's like social media sites are so quick to ban this person, but there's so many creeps and groomers online that just yeah. get to run free yeah. and indoctrinate your children. So it's, and it's not to defend this person because no. I do think he's, he's a total creepy. Douche. Yeah. I mean, we should go through maybe some of the things he's said and he has mm -hmm. rules for women, um, mm. which are always, that's what we want as women in society rules. Um, so here's just a couple of them if we want to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's absolutely disrespectful for a woman to be with a man and then want to run around with her girls and pretend she's still single. So I think he means going out for boozy brunch with your girlfriends. Is that what it? I don't know. Um, leave brunch out of it, sir. Yeah. Leave brunch out of it. Um, a man can only cheat if he loves someone else. Mm. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He said having sex with another woman is just exercise. Mm -hmm. So rude. Yeah. Don't um, date him. That's my advice. I don't date him. Don't date this guy. And don't maybe don't hang out with him. Don't hang out with maybe, him. Maybe, you know, if you're a girl. Um, so apparently girls are breaking up with their boyfriends because um, their boyfriends like Andrew Tate. They like Andrew Tate. And there's some TikTok trend going around where girls ask their boyfriends if they know who he is. And uh, if they follow oh him or listen to him or whatever, they are dumping him, which seems a bit unreasonable. Like yeah. maybe your relationship is a little more stable than that. Maybe you're an idiot for yeah. a dating someone who's so like who is idolizes an internet person. Yeah, like so he's much. not God. He's not God. He's not. He should be idolizing the one true Lord. Maybe. Um, that's really embarrassing because he's like a reality show guy who mm -hmm. like exploits women. So like. It's like if we were obsessed with Paris Hilton and we were like, she is the end yeah. all be all. I'm going to do whatever she says. Yeah, exactly. She whatever says. she does, I'm going to do a sex tape. I'm going to do like. Exactly. And men would be so quick to criticize any woman who like, like you know, mm -hmm. blindly followed a celebrity. Yes. But yet when men do it, it's like. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. A bit of a double so if you're if your man idolizes him in an actual like I like idolizes him, then yeah. you y'all have a problem. Um, also, if your boyfriend is a super misogynist and is abusing you, you also have a problem. And that wouldn't blame Andrew Tate for that. Yeah, it's kind of on him I and think on you so. for I think being with him. Personal responsibility. Yeah, a little bit of that. You're, a little bit of that. I mean, but it kind of speaks to the fact that in our society, people are so lost and purposeless. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, women, we get caught up in like the self love movement and all that. And but with men, I think there's Body like positivity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so when men, when it comes to masculinity, it's kind of like it's it just it can go so far to the other side where yeah. it becomes toxic and. We know that there's an attack on men in our society. Yeah. And that, this is what is produced from that. Right. It's it's because these bad actors are, they have a big following mm -hmm. and they're setting a bad example for men. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess with so many young people being unsupervised on the internet, it it's become even yeah. more of a problem. And we've seen that in the transgender movement with young girls on Tumblr and all those things. Yeah. So, it, I, it's it's literally like he's like the male version of like an eco-feminist who's like, exactly. I'm not going to have children because the earth is going to be burnt down in 30 years. It's like, <laughs> that's toxic. Yeah. And he's toxic. And both are very stupid. But it's just funny because I feel like women are playing into this where they're like, I saw there was an, uh, a video on Sky News where this like author of something about like internet misogyny or dangers of avoiding internet something or other. Yeah. Um, she calls Andrew Tate and his followers incels. Oh. Which is totally a misrepresentation because he's a womanizer. Yeah. You literally can't be a womanizer and an involuntary and celibate at the same time. Like, it's just like this girl is on the news and she's completely like, she's I, speaking I with did authority. I did two seconds of research and yeah. I'm like, well, he's not an incel. 
Like he has girlfriends. He exploits women. That's not an incel, my my love, my precious angel. Um, and it kind of gets confusing. And it, and it's what happened to Trump. Yeah, it's like, so true. You start calling him an incel and all these horrible things, and it's really hard. It's like not saying. I think it's very confusing and really hard to pick out the truth. It is. He's a jerk. Yeah. And he's he, not an incel. And the thing is, if this person is as horrible as the internet claims he is, then that's good and we should want to call that out. But I think we should be reasonable because we don't want to we don't want to spread misinformation. All you progressives yeah. out there hate misinformation. That's what she's doing. Yeah, like we need Get the fact right. checkers on these lefties, exactly. you know? And I think like I've heard Joe Rogan say this and I'm sure he didn't come up with it, but it's like you gotta fight bad ideas with good ideas. Yeah. So if if we ban Andrew Tate from the internet, we don't know what crap he's spewing anymore. Yeah. What you need to do is if you actually think that Andrew Tate is trafficking women or raping women, like keep an eye on him. Definitely the 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 powers that be should definitely be keeping an eye on him and watching what he does. And the second that he commits a crime, it'll be a lot easier to tell what he's doing when people are following him and looking at him and he's posting stuff on the internet than if he's doing it in the darkness of the shadows. But by banning him, you're not saving anyone. His followers will just follow him. And now, I didn't know who he was. No. And, and now, now I do. Soup. He was on Tucker Carlson, you guys. For God's sakes, you guys. Like, and that's now your he's fault. On and now our fault because yeah. we're talking about him I know, too. But, but it's like, we didn't, nobody knew who he was a month no. ago. Except for except for a bunch of crazy Creeps. like guys yeah. who want to go to Hustler University. And yeah. now everyone knows who he is. I think the problem is though, with the right and the left is that, okay, so the left's calling this person out. So conservatives automatically feel as though they need to defend him. And it's like, maybe he has some decent ideas about masculinity to an extent. Maybe, yeah, I mean, he's, he's like super anti, like pandemic mandate. Like, sure, yeah. like I can give him credit where credit's due, but if someone's a bad guy, you you shouldn't be blowing smoke up his ass. Your ideas shouldn't ban you, your actions should. And unless yeah. you're calling for actual violence against people or like doxing people, you should be able to talk freely on the internet until yeah. you're committing crime in real life. Because, like, if he's a creep, he's going to exploit, like, give him the rope himself. to hang himself with. Yeah, exactly. He's going to expose himself. Let him do it. And, and he, no one care, no one should care about him, but we care. More people know who Andrew Tate is now than they did a month ago because of all this. And that's yeah. exactly what he wants. Now he's on Tucker. Yeah. Like, and now he's on Misunderstood, <sighs> world renowned show. World renowned. It's Tucker and mis Misunderstood. And it's like, it's like it's, a it's like we don't the, know the which ratings is better. are just yeah. constantly. It's like they're always fighting against yeah. each other. It <laughs> sucks. Um, so we, we do apologize for um, making this person more famous, but it's important mm -hmm. to talk about because I think the key could could just be, and obviously we're part of the problem, but like when we're a huge part of the problem. But that. when conservatives <laughs> see these things happen, just like shut up about it. Like we yeah. don't need to comment on everything. And also there's some nuance. So there's nuance. Just because lefties yeah. hate him doesn't mean exactly. you have to support him. And just because we support like conservative support him doesn't mean I have to support yeah. him and, and etc. Like and they if, can be nuanced. If you can have a nuance. I think that's opinion. healthy. And if if feminists can be toxic, then you can bet your bottom dollar yeah. that men can be yeah. too. And conservative men should be calling that out. Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay. Y'all talk about masculinity all the time. We'll call out the bad stuff. Yeah. Exactly. He's not a good. He is not a good guy. He doesn't treat women very great. But. Do we ban bad people from the like the town square that is no. social media so that we don't know what they're thinking and who's following them? No, not unless he's let a criminal. Exactly. Yeah. And then you'll lock him up behind bars like yeah. an animal. Let him let him do that. Yeah. It's stupid. It's pretty stupid. Yeah. I think that's the sure. I think that's the sure. That's the sure. We covered a lot today. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. A lot to of rants. 
the 29th episode of Misunderstood. Ooh. Wow. And next week's Dirty 30, y'all. Oh so God. stay tuned for that. Uh, but this show airs every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Rebel News Plus. You can go to misunderstoodshow.ca to watch it or subscribe. Do it. Eight bucks a month. Mm -hmm. You won't be sorry. Mm -hmm. or, or you can listen for free every Tuesday on all your favorite streaming platforms. It's great. And then on Saturdays, we post the entire show uh, with audio and video in our beautiful faces to uh, watchmisunderstood.com. Am I right? Yes. Yes, I got it. But subscribe to our YouTube channels because yes. you'll get notified the minute the episode drops. I think it's 2 p.m. Eastern time. You got to get us more followers, mm -hmm. subscribers on YouTube, because if you do, you'll help Rebel News make a few bucks off our YouTube channel because, I don't know, maybe they'll cancel us. Yeah. And we also clip stuff. So we have you, a lot of fun clips. A lot of fun clips and sketches and stuff that I'll go on YouTube and um, follow us on social murderer. Yeah, we because, need more followers. Yeah. Like, Tucker is beating us in that area for slightly, sure. Like, slightly. He has, like, a few million. We have, like, a few thousand. <laughs> so if y'all could help us boost our Instagram and our Twitters... And spread the word. Yeah. If you like the show, spread it. Share the show with your friends. Old people like it. I know. Men like it. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Andrew Tate probably likes it. He probably it. loves our show. He likes our show. I take back everything I said. We love you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. See you All next right. week. All right. Bye. Click, click. <laughs>